Welcome back to the Modeling and Wellbeing Podcast, where you can learn the ins and outs of modeling and also gain tips to better care for your holistic well-being. This is a girl, Larissa, and this space is designed for us to learn, grow, and empower one another. So, Lego. What's up, everyone? I hope that your year is off to a really great start and that you are continuing to be intentional towards your goals. We are already 25 days into the new year, which is insane, by the way. And we're going into Black History Month, and we're also going into the second month of the quarter and of the year. My question for you today is, how often do you actually journal? Do you find it helpful? And also, how are you? Like, (laughs) we cannot ignore that question. So journaling is such a wonderful way that we can check in with ourselves. I don't know about you, but journaling is such a huge relief for me. And the biggest thing that I want you to focus on this year is intention. Did you know that a healthcare study found that 12 to 18 months after practitioners, patients, and families completed consistent journaling exercises, 85% of those participants reported that writing exercises were helpful, and 59% of them continued to use writing to cope with their stress. That's wild. Also, a separate study of 70 adults with medical conditions and also anxiety found that writing about positive experiences like gratitude for up to 12 weeks was linked to reduced distress and increased well-being. And after a month, participants reported fewer symptoms of that depression and anxiety. If anything, that shows you the benefits of journaling and the benefits of talking about this today, okay? When it comes to my personal preferences, I probably journal each day and I have multiple journals. This is why I really wanted to just not talk about the benefits of journaling and how it can boost your holistic well-being, but why it's so important for us to have a multitude of different types of journals that can serve us in different ways. A lot of times we just tend to internalize just so much more than what we probably know or realize. And we need a release. Sometimes you might release by working out or reading a book or listening to music, maybe praying or meditating. How do you typically release your emotions? Do you find yourself leaning on healthy or maybe not so healthy habits? And no judgment here, y'all. So either way, it's just good to be aware of those outlets and challenging and questioning yourself on also why do you tend to go towards those unhealthy ones? Is it easy to escape? Is it less work? Does it feel good, right? Is it that release of dopamine, whatever it is? I just want you to know that if you really truly find yourself stuck and you're in a position where it's really tough to especially break those unhealthy habits, please, please, Seek professional help from a therapist or medical practitioner and truly get the support you need. Or maybe you need to lean into a trusted colleague, friend, family member that can help give you confidence and support in going towards that step. 
2024, my theme, my word is intention. So I'm going to keep on saying that because we all need to be intentional. I am personally working on being intentional with my time, intentional with my energy, intentional with my well-being. I need to work on mindfully eating better, not eating as many cookies. I failed at my fast this year and that's okay because I'm giving myself grace and I know I am not perfect, y'all. Okay, we are only doing the best that we can. The best way I can be clear on my intention is honestly through journaling. I encourage and challenge you to journal this year too. If we can go on this journey together, that would be so lit. And together being intentional and mapping out our goals and practicing trusting ourselves by taking that time to reflect. I don't want you to not only realize and reflect on the bad or hurtful experiences. Don't get me wrong, that's so important and I think that's what they tell us a lot to do. But they don't tell us to actually reflect on our wins and how much we should actually be celebrating all that we have accomplished those amazing things that are happening in our lives. How many times do you find yourself stuck where you are reflecting on those things and journaling or through your talks versus celebrating and leveraging journaling, leveraging your meaningful conversations to celebrate all that you are? Trust me, this is an area that I am also being challenged on and my therapist definitely emphasizes this. The last thing we want to do is honestly revisiting our journals and being triggered. Why are we doing that to ourselves where we're always being triggered each time we revisit our journaling? That will actually probably demotivate us from continuing to journal versus just having simply a balance, a balance to feel empowered, and proud of, again, all the wonderful things that have happened to us and for us, like counting our blessings, y'all. That is so important. There are four journals that I really want to specifically highlight. You might also already have designated journals that hit on these different well-being pillars and that you use, but I want you to take this time to think about in what ways do you want to create a journal for a specific pillar, maybe add on to a journal that you already have or expand on what that journal looks like. I really want to highlight these specific ones to emphasize your spiritual, financial, mental well-being, and self-growth and development. So getting at that, how do we reflect on gaining a stronger relationship with ourselves? You are so powerful. Everything that you need is within you, and you have to find that outlet to get it out. The most beautiful moments that I've had where I was more clear on my direction in my life and also where I wanted to go and how I wanted to grow was by taking the time to pause, reflect, meditate, and write it down, y'all. We live in our heads so much. I mean, I was just talking to my best friend and (laughs) just all of these thoughts of the what ifs and blah, blah, blah. And I was so blind to the fact that, hey, Larissa, you are already doing great. You are already prospering and you have to get out of your head. We have to get outside of our body. So journaling is an experience where we can get outside of our bodies 
and release and care for ourselves better. I want you to care for yourself better. With that being said, as I'm going through these journals and the specific journals that I typically use or how I typically manage these different areas, I've included direct links for all the journals that I will reference in addition to other links that you can go to just going straight there, just giving you all the resources, all the tea here. And please check them out. Please share with a friend, a family member, anyone that you might know that could benefit from this information. The first journal I'm going to highlight is what I'm going to call the day-to-day slash planner journal. This is going to be your normal kind of broad general journal that helps you track daily thoughts, ideas, tasks, kind of those random thoughts that come up where you're like, ooh, ooh, I got to write that down, make sure I don't forget. Some journals are combined with planners and really helps you create the intention and helps you share gratitude each day and track those daily tasks and habits that you want to be specific about accomplishing per day. My absolutely favorite that was actually a gift to me from my manager, shout out manager, is called the Dragon Tree Dream Book Planner. What I love most about this is that it gives me space to do all the things. Each week, I can illustrate my feelings or words. It has like blank paper for you to draw on. It gives me space to illustrate what's coming up for me, any feelings, any thoughts, a section to celebrate my wins per week. It gives me space to map out my one, three, and five-year goals, and also my visions, etc. It's honestly the most comprehensive planner and journal that I've ever had. For general journeying, I'd also recommend creating a consistent time in which you are sharing your thoughts. So most times I journal in the morning, I always feel like, ooh, you know, I want to really set that uh, feeling and tone of the day. So let me just get out some thoughts and feelings and inspiration. And maybe you also want to sneak in a practice of journaling at night that might help you release some of the emotions and thoughts that you've been sitting on, especially if you've had a really busy day, you want to get that out before you go to bed so you can go to bed with a clear mind and in peace. The second journal is a faith journal. So yes, you guessed it. Faith journals are really just grounded in helping you become more grounded in your spiritual well-being. As simple as that. It helps you focus on your spiritual journeys, beliefs, and experiences. You can write about your faith and how you want to strengthen the connection with the higher power or the divine, the universe, the God, whoever you are pouring that spiritual energy into. So strengthening that connection and relationship It helps you also express that gratitude, writing down prayer requests, Bible scriptures, reminders, and reflections. Um, Also, I typically use my faith journal when I'm attending church or watching a sermon on YouTube and writing down notes so that I can like always go back to it and be reminded of certain points that are really important that I want to be reminded of. My ultimate favorite faith journal or devotional journal is called 100 Days of Believing Bigger by Marshawn Evans Daniels. 100 Days of Believing Bigger. I cannot lie to you. This changed my life. It was so transformative for me. It had the perfect 
small bits of encouragement and information and wisdom that was easy to apply, no huge big words, but direct enough to be like, okay, whew, that was a nice wake up call and it's gonna get me fired up to go towards my goals and dreams. Also, y'all, it's black owned. So for y'all that wanna, oh, look, look, this is perfect timing. Black owned, Black History Month, okay? We gonna keep tying that two and two together in our uh, next few <laughs> uh, podcast episodes here. She also has a lot of other types of journals, including one that's called 100 Days of Life-Changing Confidence. I don't know about you, but I still struggle with some confidence sometimes, and we all need a little bit of confidence. I actually might buy that myself. The third journal is Self-Exploration Journals. These are beyond my favorite, I think because I do have a lot of that creative mindset and self-exploration journals are very enlightening. It forces you to think about your personal interests, personal values, things that really make you unique and that bring you joy. They guide you on your path toward finding yourself and help you unlock your fullest potential. My favorite so far is called Start Where You Are, by Mira Lee Patel, Start Where You Are. It's colorful, it's fun, there's illustrations, there's different quotes and famous quotes. It helps you let your creativity go wild. And of course, helping you to reflect and write down a lot of what's coming up for you and the guided prompts. The last journal that I will highlight here is finance journals. I recently bought a notebook dedicated to my finance tracking and financial goals to support that because I did join a financial women group and it's pretty overwhelming trying to track <laughs> every single expense and moving part in our lives, especially when you're trying to pay off debt and all these things. Oh my, I, I'm there now, I've been there. So if you're going through that, you are not alone. I am also just so excited to dedicate an episode soon to talk through tips to paying off debt. Of course, using the famous snowball method by Dave Ramsey. Look, it truly helped me pay off my car and $9,000 worth of debt as of January this year, just a few weeks ago. Like, whew, y'all, the discipline was real. So more to come on that. If you're interested, please stay tuned because I think that will be so powerful. We just need to normalize financial health. And I think one thing that's cool about TikTok and Instagram and threads and a lot of our social media channels is that more education and awareness about financial health is becoming kind of in our faces, I guess. It's becoming a little bit more popular. I love that for us. But overall, the best thing that you can do if you are not already is practice mindful spending. Of course, budgeting and being on top of managing your finances, being on track of what's coming in and what's coming out from a dollar purchase to 50 cents. I don't care what it is. You don't have to be an expert. You can just simply find ways to be more mindful. Kind of helps take a little bit of pressure off in that way. So um, as I mentioned, I typically use a cute notebook that I got from Target. The illustration on the top is a uh, really cute digital illustration of a woman. 
and it just says, trust your journey. So I'm like, oh yeah, like I am on this financial journey of paying off debt. I'm getting there and I need to just have that reminder to trust myself and trust my journey and be accountable in tracking my finances. I typically spend time tracking all of my expenses once per week. So I would do Friday or Saturday morning, and then I'll write down what all my expenses were on top of any bills, etc. And I would transfer those num numbers over to my master Excel spreadsheet that lists my monthly expenses for many, many categories. So again, we can go to through all of that um, in our next couple of episodes around financial health. If you need more accountability and guidance, there are budget planners available. And I did list a link to Target planners and Amazon planners that are just general planners that you can use. I also included a YouTube video link for a guide to tracking your finances. So for you visual learners and audio learners, that might be super beneficial for you. Those are all the journals I wanted to highlight for you. It's a really straightforward episode here. And I know there's so much more out there and so much more that you're doing in different types of journals that you have. I would love to hear the journals that you have and tend to gravitate towards. You know, how does it feel when you release and set that intention for your day across these pillars, across your well-being and your life through journaling? Please share that with me. I love to learn from you. Uh, this is a conversation. This is a space for us to keep learning and growing together. I'd also love to hear if this episode was actually helpful. If you like these types of topics, I do love talking about modeling and tips and helping our models and talent be successful. And I do believe that there is a very strong relationship between how we're showing up in our wellness and also modeling. For example, financial well-being. If you don't know how to manage your modeling checks, you could just probably blow them, right? And so it's so important to learn how to manage that type of money and reflect on the experiences that you're having at castings and how did you feel? Did you feel insecure? Like just taking that time to really break down those experiences. Let's wrap up with our affirmation exercise. At the end of each episode, we do recite these affirmations together. So if you've been with me since the beginning, shout out to you. And you already know where we where we going. So rock with me if you're new. I'm so happy you're here. Affirmations are designed to help you become aware of your personal strengths and your values. When you are able to note your strengths, it can be a game changer for improving your self-awareness and also building your confidence. Repeat after me. I have abundance. Success is my birthright. I am intentional towards my growth. Yes, 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 yes. I love it. Thank you so much for tuning in today. You are just the best. I mean, I really appreciate all the continuous love and support in this podcast community. It means a lot. I mean, I just feel like it's cool to give back in this space and share what I know. And I want to just celebrate all that you are and all that you're becoming. So please stay connected with me. 
You can find me on Instagram as at Rissa Snugs, R-I-S-A-S-N-U-G-G-S, along with TikTok or YouTube, where it's just my name, Larissa Arnold. All the links are available below to dig into all the resources and journals I share with you today and all my social platforms. So do not forget to check those out. And again, share to a friend. I know somebody going to need a little new journal or something or some tips for the new year because we're still on and popping as January. <laughs> and I will catch you next time. So thank you again for listening. I love you all. XOXO. Bye.